You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not cry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a delay. There. No, I only joined in at that part. <laughs> I'm letting, you have, I'm letting you have the limelight for a minute. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is Make It A Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Katie. And we are in December. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Christmas is around the corner. Second oh. year of a pandemic. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about all of that. The whole sentence. I'm like, no, I don't like the whole it. thing. We made it. <laughs> To the end of the year. Yeah. Who knows what's around the corner? Um anyway. So okay, here we do. <laughs> I'm freaked out that it's the end of the year. Oh my yeah. god, in a year. What anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm good. I'm just trying to survive as per usual. It's as you were saying, it's near the end of the year, so it's like coming up to like assessments and exams and assignments and all in college and I'm like nah no no thanks no 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 so uh yeah no it's been fun I had an exam today in college and then I do a night course as well on a Tuesday and I had an assessment in that as well and I was like please stop (laughs) my brain (laughs) and (laughs) the second course I'm doing I thought we'd like be able to you know send it in later Mm -hmm. and we had to like translate what he was saying and write. Oh, like, oh, I can fix my writing later on. And um, he was like, Right, send that to me now by email. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, he's not going to be able to read my writing. That's <laughs> fine. Okay. How are you? <laughs> um, that was that was an emotional roller coaster. My God, I don't know how to feel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm Grant. Uh, tired as always uh, because of this thing called work. Ever heard of it? Mm, yeah, oh. unfortunately. And now we're well. Not a fan. I bought a Lego set on wow. Black Friday. It was the Hogwarts Express one, but I have no time to build it because of work, because they make me adult when I should be at home building Lego sets. For God's sake, the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> um. Oh my god, I got traumatized yesterday. I seen the most horrific. Did you see my tweet, Evan? Wait, about I seen about... the most horrific scene in town yesterday. I witnessed a murder. Oh. I witnessed a murder of a pigeon by a seagull. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> I was traumatized. <laughs> it was actually awful. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I had it like by the neck. I'm like, pigeons are going to take over, oh, seagulls are going to take over this world one day. Like, I am traumatized. I was so sad. It ruined my day. I was like, well, happy Monday has gone out the window. It's now a sad Monday because mm. I just witnessed that. It like shook it until it was lifeless and then flew away with it. And it's me came and helped it and all. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm so traumatized. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is <laughs> hey, I didn't I didn't ask to see that, okay? And I had to share it here. <laughs> okay, so we are gonna move on from this because it's Christmas. Um so we don't have any uh this is usually comments corner, but none of you sent in comments this week, so you know how I feel. <laughs> <Shy back. laughs> <Shy back. laughs> So 
we're going to go straight into pop news. I am so sorry for anyone. I'm really hyper. Ooh, I'm really hyper right now. Um. Okay, so the so first headline, um, Raven's home, once again, I mean, we talked about this before, but Raven Baxter may be able to see the future, but it's her past that's coming back to haunt her. In the upcoming fifth season of Raven's home, Booker and Raven will journey to San Francisco to take care of Victor Baxter after he suffers a heart attack, but Rondell Sheridan isn't the only OG That's a Raven cast member returning to the show. You may know her as a co-host of The Real, a member of the girl group 3LW, or as Raven's co-star and bandmate in the Disney Channel original movie, my personal favourite, The Cheetah Girls. But Adrian Bailon Houghton will be reprising her role as Alana, aka Raven's high school bully. This time Alana is the principal of Bayside High, where Booker now attends school and will have a recurring role throughout the entire fifth season. Wow, I didn't know it was out. It's not out yet, I mean, it's coming soon though. It's coming. Oh, I thought it was out. Right, okay. Um. Oh, that's good. Um. Because I was like, I missed it. No. Um. Deadly. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. No. I love Cheetah Girls, so it's important for me. Yeah. It's a. My... It's a nice crossover for you. Yeah. The, the, welcome to my. That's my TED talk to, uh, topic. Why Cheetah Girls is the best decom. You have a lot of TED talk. Oh my god, that's a that's a tongue twister. TED talk topics. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's actually really hard to say. Right, well, it's better than your... It's going to be better than your one on cheese books. <laughs> Leave them cheese books on. I actually have a pocket. They're called cheese actually. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> sure, get the plug in there. Yeah, you're welcome. It's an Irish brand, so you're welcome. <laughs> okay, now, before I move on to this next headline, I just want to say... Father, Son and House of Gucci. Um, the latest cinematic release of House of Gucci has everyone talking, whether it be about the quality of the film or about the two leads, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. People can't get enough. Well, that is everyone except for the actual Gucci family. The family have released a statement following the film's uh, release, stating Gucci is a family that li- that lives honouring the work of its ancestors, whose memory does not deserve to be disturbed to... A- to stage a spectacle that is untrue and which does not do justice to its protagonists. The statement concluded, adding that the members of the Gucci family reserve the right to take action to protect the name, image and dignity of themselves and their loved ones. Um, first of all, calm down. It's a piece of art. Yeah. As I always say about films. Second of all, did the producers not do any legal work and be like, can we make a film about this? <laughs> oh, I imagine they did. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen the movie. I'm seeing it this weekend in the Stella mm. Cinema, actually. Very beautiful cinema. Wow. Yeah, no, it does. Like, I mean, I've heard amazing things. I do really, really want to see it. But, um, like, why are they so vexed? Like, it's fine. Chill. I mean, they're obviously, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I guess. But anyway, look, I mean, I'm still excited to see it. I'm so sorry, House of Gucci, but. I, <laughs> sorry, actually, Gucci. Gucci fam like I actually don't care I'm still excited to see um, and it's a piece of art and nobody said it was factual so and I did a piece on it I stuck my tongue out for anyone that can't see me right now which is everyone <laughs> which is everyone except for everyone 
Okay, so um, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see how we get trip singing this weekend, and I'll let you know next week on our catch up what I think of it. Um, so, and before I move on, I would like to do my own version of the Hedge and Gucci, Gucci Body Spirit that Katie you will enjoy. Um, okay. Father, Son, and Hannah Montana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very good. That's very fair. Good. Fair. That's that's yeah. the motto going forward. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I agree. Not agree. I approve. That's the word. Approve. There we go. So let's bring the nineties into this decade. Don't know how you how you say that. Bring back the nineties. Call back the nineties. Uh, well, go. I'm about to just that. So we all know the beloved nineties sitcom Saved by the Bell and its colorful characters. But did you know it has since been rebooted? Um, the show has dropped its second reboot season on Peacock, and now if you're in Ireland the UK but the big question on everyone's lips are they going to pay homage to Screech played by the late actor Dustin Diamond who sadly passed away this year Um, and they did just that the scene saw the characters Zach, Kelly, Jesse Slater and Lisa all sitting together at the max eating Screech's signature spaghetti burger and reminiscing on their favourite Screech moments before raising their burgers to Screech followed by a montage of iconic Screech scenes from the show Elizabeth Berkeley, who plays Jesse, uh, commented on the tribute saying, it was so important for us to be able to pay tribute to him in a way that honoured him because he's so loved and he was such a talent. We were able to kind of work this out together to try to come up with something something that felt would feel right. Uh, Berkeley went on to say, I don't know if there's ever a perfect way to do this, but I do feel proud of the sensitivity and thought and care that went into it. And I hope the fans just really feel that. Oh, that's so sweet. I did see the scene on YouTube. It is actually very touching. Oh, no. Um, I'll watch it like next week or something. I'm too emotional this week. I'll yeah. just be a ball of tears. Okay. So are you ready to strip? Um, no, thanks. <laughs> not, not this kind of, not I mean, that. Also, uh, always, but anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, always, but never. Uh, well, no, I'm not finally going to do it. Don't worry. Um, it appears that Channing Tatum is returning for a third installment in the Magic Mike franchise uh, in the new upcoming third movie, Magic Mike's Last Dance, dropping on HBO Max in 2022. The actor shared a photo of the script's title page to the delight of fans everywhere. Ah, huh, fun fact. Haven't seen any of the Magic Mikes. Neither have I. They look like apparently they're shy. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I haven't. But do you know what? I might make a point to watch them all and then watch the third one yeah I, I think i've like kind of seen one of them but like i i can't have remember. i seen one actually i feel like i have seen one maybe i haven't i think like i've seen half of one yeah i think i've seen like bits of one but i haven't actually sat down and like right i'm gonna watch this it's kind of just been on and i'm like yeah all right right okay so next up it seems we've been keeping up with this kardashian since birth so what's next for little northwest it appears she has joined TikTok. The young influencer uh, posted her first viral video with mom, Kim Kardashian, with the caption Spa Day and appeared to be using products from Kylie's new skincare line. Oh, so her first TikTok was a brand for her auntie. Great. Look, I mean, Start Lou Ivy has a Grammy. <laughs> North has to do something. Lou Ivy has a Grammy. Yeah, because she's a credited songwriter on a Beyonce song that won a Grammy. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
I mean, fair play to her. Like, it's more than I have. <laughs> right. Cool. That's great. I How mean, old is he? Uh, no, he's younger. I don't know. Um. Anyway, Northwest is on TikTok now. Are we excited? <laughs> yeah, so excited. Can't wait to follow her. Um, <laughs> I will not be following her. Uh, uh, how old is she? How old is North? She's very young. Ah, she's about eight or something. I'm too young for TikTok. Yeah. Well, you well, know, maybe I, Kim. It's in the fam, you know. She's she's going to have to get used to it. I think, yeah, I think Kim's going to monitor her and train her, you know. Oh, my God. Kim is going to be new Chris. Oh, yeah, I love Kim. <laughs> Things yeah. have changed. I'm indifferent. Yeah. <laughs> You're indifferent on Kim. Oh my God, Nora, come here. I was looking up Northwest, like, to see her age. <laughs> and the first thing that popped up, I just pointed Northwest. And the first thing that popped up was Northwest Ireland. Things to do and see. <laughs> <laughs> Um, age. I just want to see what age she is. She's eight, yeah. Oh my god, I was right. So, <laughs> so young, Kim. You need to be monitoring North. Turn the comments <laughs> off, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, uh, turn the TikTok off. Just don't give it a phone, you know? Well, uh, and I'm sure they have unlocked. Like, I'm sure they do. Kim's very, yeah, very yeah. well established businesswoman. She has it, has it down. But they have enough money. There, People are monitoring that. <laughs> hand over, so I'd say. Well, uh, from Northwest to her very famous uncle, um, Jay-Z has had an incredible career filled with Grammys, cars, money, clothes, a beautiful wife named Beyonce, ever heard of her? And equally amazing kids. (laughs) What more could he want? The rapper has now been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And who better to do it than uh, some famous superstars, including Rihanna, along with some others, but most notably, his wife, Beyonce, and their daughter, Blue Ivy, who... Did a little rap showing she takes care, takes after her daddy with the rap skills. Wow. Uh, this marked the first time a living rap solo artist was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There we go. Fair play to him. At least he was alive to see it, you know. Yeah. My God. Well done. <laughs> I'm just saying, you said he was the fourth <laughs> alive one. Okay, that's the truth. <laughs> I know, and so was mine. Mine's the truth. I truthfully say, at least he got this. <laughs> yes, congratulations to Jay Z and uh, your your whole family has Grammys. The other kids need to win Grammys next, okay? Yeah, well, is make them write a song <laughs> right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, they probably have it in the works, like two years old or something. Go on, go off and write a song. So um, that ends this pop news um, segment, and Katie is going to introduce the topic in a second. But you guys, we put it to you. Mm-hmm. And you had your say in what Christmas movie we were going to talk about. Yeah. And, and I want to bring up the honourable mentions that didn't make it, but, you know, yeah. good for them. So, um, <laughs> some honourable and dishonourable mentions, let's say. Yeah. So, um, so very close. It was almost the holiday. Yeah, which I would have loved to do. Yeah, very long, though. Do you know what it's gas? I that's usually me saying that, and I loved it. I didn't think it was long at all. It's a t- I think it's a tad bit too long, in my opinion. Really? Well, okay, yeah. okay. I do love the holiday though. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone. Oh, I would have loved to do that as well. Yeah, I have to watch a new one. I heard it's shit. Oh God, I don't want to watch the new one. <laughs> okay, Muppets Christmas Carol. 
Oh, right one. Best adoption of the Christmas Carol, in my opinion. Give Miss Piggy her Oscar. <laughs> yeah, well, like, no, um, one of them has a, a Grammy. Why <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he has a Grammy? Blue. Give Miss Piggy her Oscar, will you? <laughs> Polar Express, creepy. Nothing I love, like. I love it. I do have to say, I love. It. I've seen it in cinema. Adore. <laughs> Uh, the Grinch. That's uh, two thousand one. Uh, Grinch. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. It is good. Just friends, underrated. I do love that one. It is very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love actually. Yeah, I only seen that like two years ago. On Christmas, on Christmas mm. Day. Problematic fave, but love it. It is problematic, but it's good. Uh, Die Hard. Big debate whether that's a Christmas movie or not. It is. It is? Yeah, it is. It, like, as in, like, it's at Christmas and it's really, like, it gives you the really Christmassy feel. So, therefore, it's a Christmas movie. Okay. And then final one, Jingle All The Way, which I love. Yeah. No, they were good. They were really good mentions. I actually would have liked to either do um, Die Hard just because it's controversial or... um. The holiday, I think I would have really liked to do. But yeah, I, do I, would like. have, I would have to do Home Alone or Love Actually. They would have been my picks. But... Yeah. But I they, know. unfortunately, did not make the cut. Katie, what made the cut this week? Uh, they didn't. So do you hear that? The faint sound of jingle bells are ringing in my ear. <laughs> oh, no, it's just Buddy. A human who was raised amongst elves at the North Pole. So we're going to follow his adventure as he travels to New York to search for his biological father in the 2003 hit film Elf. So Evan, what's your history with Elf? History with Elf. I definitely saw it in the cinema. I remember that. Um, I just remember you know when you were little and your your parents would just bring you to the cinema and you didn't know what you were going to see? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those. It was like, I didn't know what I was sitting down to watch, and then I watched it, and it became like, I thought it was the funniest film I'd ever seen in my life. And yeah, now I've seen seen it multiple times since. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's. A, I will get into it later, but uh, I've seen it many times, so that's my history with Elf. What's your history with Elf? I think I've seen it in the cinema as well, but you know what? I can't be sure... But then I'm also like, no, you definitely did because where else would I have seen it for the first time? I definitely didn't watch at home like for the first time. But um, yeah, I've had kind of a long history with it because it was so overplayed in my secondary school oh, and primary school even for that matter. So overplayed. Oh, I've seen it a million times. But that doesn't mean to say I don't have good feelings for it. But that's pretty much my history, yeah. I've just seen it a lot. Yeah, that happened in my school as well. It happens in every school, I think. It's just an easy one to throw down. Sarah <laughs> Zelly, one of the maths teachers in my secondary school, had one movie in her drawer, and it was the B movie. Ah, that's me. That would be me as a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> the B movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, but well, we are not talking about the B movie. We are, of course, no, talking about Elf. Um, and I'm going to recap the movie Elf from 2003. Katie, are you ready? I am. I'm so ready. So uh, Papa Elf, played by Bob Newhart, introduces a story and talks about the uh, the different kind of elf jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 years prior to the story, however, baby Buddy uh, escaped into Santa's bag and ended up at the North Pole. The elves are celebrating another successful Christmas and then Buddy comes out of the bag. 
uh, Papa Elf decides to raise Buddy because he's always wanted to be a dad. We see Buddy grow up. Papa Elf explains that not everyone believes in Santa. Buddy, who at this point is played by Will Ferrell, uh, works in the workshop and doesn't meet his quota. Buddy gets to test out Jack in the Boxes. Um, and then he overhears two elves talking about talking about him and then he realises that he's a human. Uh, Buddy passes out and then runs home. Papa Elf tells Buddy of his father and where he is. Buddy talks to his friend Leon, the snowman. Uh, Santa gives Buddy a pep talk before he heads off to New York. Uh, Buddy's father's name is Walter Hobbs, and Walter Hobbs is most definitely on the naughty list. And um, we get we get uh, a snippet of this when we see Walter taking away books from an orphanage as he's talking to a nun. Um, Papa Elf gives Buddy a snow globe uh, before he heads off. Buddy says goodbye and heads off to New York. On his travels, Buddy sees a scary raccoon and tries to hug it. Uh, Buddy arrives in New York and we get a montage of him doing weird stuff. So Buddy arrives at the Empire State Building and hops in a lift and presses all of the buttons and says it's like a Christmas tree. Buddy arrives at his dad's office and gets into and gets into Walter's office and then he gets confused for a Christmas gram and sings a song and says, I love you really deadly. Buddy gets escorted out by security. Uh, Buddy heads to the department store, Gimbals. He wanders around and gets mistaken for an employee. The manager informs everyone Santa is coming tomorrow at 10 a.m. And Buddy screams because he knows Santa. Uh, Buddy sees Jovi, who's played by Zoe Deschanel. He compliments her, but she's having none of them. Buddy starts to sing and gets told to shut up. The store closes and Buddy prepares the toy section for Santa's arrival the next day. At Walter's house, he doesn't eat with his family and looks at an old yearbook, uh, which was, there was a picture at the start of the movie of Buddy, Buddy's mom and Buddy's dad, um, and it's the same picture. Buddy has decorated the store and here's, uh, over here is Jovi singing in the shower. Buddy sits on the sink while Jovi is in the shower and starts to sing along, and they're singing Baby It's Called Outside. Jovi hears him and tells him to get out. Um... Walter heads to work and sees Buddy asleep in the window. Buddy wakes up and sees his dad. Buddy goes to his dad's work to give him a gift and gets lifted out by security. Jovi calls Buddy out on being in the women's locker room. Buddy compliments Jovi's voice, saying it's the best voice he's ever heard. Uh, Buddy sees Santa and realizes it's not the real Santa. Buddy keeps calling Gimbal Santa a fake and rips his beard off and then a fight breaks out. Walter opens his gift from Buddy and it's Christmas lingerie that he was that was seen in Gimbal's earlier. Buddy gets arrested and Walter goes to pick him up. Walter interrogates Buddy and uh, takes him to the doctor's office. They get a DNA test done. Buddy is, in fact, Walter's son. Buddy sits in the waiting room and talks to a little girl. Uh, Walter tells his wife, Emily, and she thinks this is great news. They open the door and Buddy has decorated the whole house. Buddy eats dinner with the Hobbs. Uh, Buddy puts maple syrup on spaghetti. Uh, Emily uh, says Buddy can stay and Walter thinks this is a bad idea. Buddy calls his dad to tuck him in. Uh, The next morning, Buddy makes breakfast. Walter thinks uh, Buddy should lose the costume. Uh, Buddy calls Walter uh, when when he hears a noise and it is in fact the radiator. Walter gets... 
informed that the sales are down uh, at the publishing company he works at. And then Walter has to work Christmas Eve, which means he can't be with his family. Buddy shows up at Michael's school. Buddy and Michael walk home and end up in a snowball war. Buddy uh, starts throwing snowballs and makes one boy cry. Buddy and Michael head to Gimbal's and uh, uh, and talk about their dad. And they see Jovi and Michael thinks uh, Buddy should ask Jovi out. Buddy asks Jovi out and she says yes. Michael and Buddy put up a tree that they cut down. Buddy goes to hang a stir and knocks the tree over. Emily suggests Walter takes Buddy to work and he does just that. Uh, Buddy sits in the corner of Walter's office and reads. Buddy answers Walter's phone and Walter sends him to the next room, to the mail room, sorry. <coughs> Buddy gets shown around the mail room. Walter gets a uh, pitch an idea to bring in Miles Finch. Buddy gets his head stuck in a tube, but he mistakes whiskey for syrup and gets drunk. Walter and the two employees talk to Miles Finch and he agrees to come into the office. Walter here hears of uh, Buddy's behaviour and we cut to him dancing. Buddy goes on his date with Jovi. She brings him to the Rockefeller Centre uh, and he says he's never seen a tree so big in his life and they go ice skating and they kiss. The next day, uh, Miles Finch arrives in the office. He's played by Peter Dinklage. Uh, they have a meeting and Buddy arrives. Buddy mistakes Miles for an elf because he's a little person. Um, and a fight breaks out. Miles leaves and Walter tells Buddy to leave and get out of his life. Emily tells Walter not to not to be too not to be late because it's Christmas Eve. They have Miles' notebook and start to pitch storybook ideas. Buddy writes a goodbye letter. Uh, another meeting is underway at the Greenway Press and Michael shows up. Walter decides to reschedule the meeting. Michael and Walter go out looking for Buddy. Buddy sees Santa Slay and runs into him. Santa Slay breaks down in Central Park. Buddy decides to help Santa. Jovi sees Buddy on the news. Buddy is reunited with Michael and Walter. The Central Park Rangers are searching the park. Uh, Buddy fixes the sleigh. Santa gives Michael his gift. And the only way to make the sleigh fly is by Christmas spirit. Santa sees the Central Park Rangers. Walter wears uh, Santa's suit and the Rangers run right past him. Michael uh, takes Santa's list and reads, reads it out in the news. Jovi realizes she needs to get everyone to sing in order to believe in Santa. Uh, and then the chase continues. Jovi stands in front of everyone and sings. Everyone starts to join in. The sleigh uh, starts to fly, and but the engine breaks. Michael tells Walter to sing, and the sleigh is, fu- is full speed ahead up in the air. Buddy says goodbye and has saved Christmas. Walter uh, starts his own publishing company and publishes a book called Elf, a book about a an elf called Buddy. Buddy reads the book to his uh, kid that he has with um, Jovi, and they are doing. And they're at Papa Elf's house, just visiting. And that's the end of the movie Elf. Yeah, it's such a like it's funny because when um, like when we were getting suggestions for like the best Christmas movie or people's favorite Christmas movies. People were like, not Elf and all, but then it's still one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I've, I had some people say to me, like, oh, not Elf, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but like, Salah's so the one. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, 
also, I mean, we should have done this at the start. I was meant to do it in my intro. I forgot. If there are any little ears listening from now, turn off because we might spoil something just in case. Um, that was your one. That's how I might swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine. They can hear what they can't say. But I mean, I don't want to ruin anyone's life. So, um, yeah, that was that. But um, I was going to say something there. Oh, no, I think that was it. Yeah, no, it's funny to me because I loved this as a kid. And I, I like Will Ferrell was not a big name at this time. No. Oh, yeah, that's also something I was going to say was when we kind of, when this one, I was kind of like, oh, like I would have liked to do something else. But then in preparation for this, I mean, I learned a lot more, as you just said there, like I learned like that, like Will Farrell wasn't like a huge name and stuff. And this is kind of what helped put him on the map and all. And like the in-betweens and like how it happened and how it was made. And I was like, oh my God, like this is actually so interesting. So I'm actually really glad we chose this one. Yeah, no, actually it was a great choice on the listeners' uh, Mm. view. So um, I always forget Zoe Deschanel's in this. I can't see her. I can't see her in any other way without the brunette hair and the bangs. Like I can't see it. I know, like the blonde hair. I'm like, oh my god, um, and even like her voice, like it, it's just her voice. It's not Jess's voice. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because it, it does change for Jess, uh, but like in my opinion, and obviously just with age and stuff, it probably changed. But like, it's just so strange. I just don't see it as Zoe Deschanel. Like, and I I forgot she was in it as well until I watched it, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, you know that bit where she's in the shower? Can we talk yeah. about this scene? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I had a thing about this. Like, did they have that song in the North Pole? I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's Baby It's Cold, know, outside, right? He didn't know a lot of things. And then he's just banging out Baby It's Cold. Right, but when like, she's in the shower, she's singing half the song. What do you mean? She she's singing half the song. It gives a duet. She's only singing she's the girls' sing- part. Yeah. Yeah. When he he should not be there. She could have been singing both parts. She could have been, but maybe sometimes, like I do that sometimes. I didn't understand what you meant at first, but I did that sometimes. Like if I'm like at home singing a song that's a duet, like I'll sing my part, and like in my head or like the track will sing the other part <laughs> and then I'll sing the other part so it's like you're actually doing it and like so <laughs> I get it <laughs> we just learned a lot right now um, yeah, I yeah don't no, but that scene in the shower it's just it kind of rots me a little bit yeah and I know that I know Buddy's meant to be like this like innocent, innocent child like figure because that's all he's kind of known he doesn't really know and the real world in that sense he's only known the kind of north the north pole the magical uh, yeah yeah the magical north pole that you know we kind of see in the cartoons um as well yeah but uh yeah like i understand that it's meant to be like (laughs) but it's just i'm sorry i just really hate that scene i don't know what it is it's the fact that he's there yeah, it just kind of, like, gives you, like, the ick, like, you're like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, you're like, yeah. no, no. And also, I'm sorry, the fact that they ended up together is a bit dodge. 
Why? She wanted a bit of the Christmas she, magic. She wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She wouldn't fancy him in real life. That's, she would not fancy him. Yeah, but she wouldn't fancy Nick Miller either. But like, oh, excuse me, <laughs> she did. Um, excuse no, me, no, I how do you know? <laughs> you cannot speak for that woman. No, but no. So she she meets him. Uh, okay, there's a, there's a lot of plot holes in this movie because the manager sees him, but the manager wouldn't the manager have to interview him for the job, and wouldn't yeah, he like, have his name on file? I thought as well, I didn't even think of that, but I thought of like, you surely know how many employees you have. Do you know what I mean? Like, not even that he interviewed him, but it's like, surely you know, right, you have, you're meant to have eight staff in today, but now there's nine. And like, you just, you know who you work with. So, yeah. yeah. But it's all for comedy. It's okay. Do you know what I had a problem with? Do you know when he was hugging the raccoon? And yeah. it was like, it seemed to attack him. I was like, um, I know this is a kid's film now, but like, I want to see the cuts and scrapes because like, the raccoon's not going to leave you unharmed. Yeah, no. If it attacks you, like, do you know what I mean? Even they could have done like a little scrape and then it could have been gone in the next scene, but like, he just gets up and scathes and I'm like, we're from the North Pole. Like, these things are vicious. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but also, okay, so back to Jovi and Buddy. Um. <laughs> Right, let's see. Okay, so they have a baby together. Are yeah. we to assume Buddy's a virgin? <laughs> oh, yeah, he would have been. Like, he didn't even know what like lingerie was. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's Which my I mean, point. That yeah. is my point. They would not end up together. I hate that they end up together. No, because then she was like, ah, like, look, this poor little virgin elf man, like. Okay, no, okay, me. I'm sorry. No, that's way too weird. What? Like, <laughs> who said her character was normal ever? Her character was mean at the start. I kind of preferred her that way. Yeah, of course she did. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> Unpack this now. Unpack this right now. <laughs> be, be mean. No, but like no, I think I liked I liked her character development. I thought it was very good. Um, she should have like probably went to HR about him like in the locker rooms. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not just been like here. I need to talk to you. But um, yeah, like I don't know. I liked the whole. Oh, I'm a sucker for love. I love love. So like, oh. um. <laughs> But yeah, like I just thought it was nice. I did think it was very fast that they had a baby, but then again, it could have been like four years later. Um, yeah, I think sometime happened. Also, I'm like, how did you get her to, like, I mean, I know. Right. So I'm like, oh, how did you get her to the North Pole? But then like, I'm like, well, obviously the way he would travel to the North Pole. But I don't know. I was just kind of like, why would you bring her there? You know? I don't know. Yeah, there's no way she'd operate her life and all. I mean, she shouldn't have a great life, but, you know. Oh, maybe she would though. If you if you're in a better life than North Pole, just go. Like, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I do. Um, but what else was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, like he, when he says to her, "You have such a pretty face. You should be on a Christmas card." Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Mm, what else would we talk about? There's so much to talk about. I'm like, oh, what no, do when I he believe? says to her, "You're the best singer I've ever heard." I'm like, okay, she's a grand singer, but we assume he hasn't heard a lot of music. That is true. Well, I mean, he heard the elves <laughs> sing. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like in Raise Your Voice, the Hilary Duff movie, when Hilary Duff's brother turns her. It's like you're the best singer I've ever heard in my life, and you're like, we've assumed you've not heard a lot of music. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, so far. Fair, you know. Did you hear yeah. All I Want for Christmas is You? We assume he sings yeah. Christmas music. Yeah, well, I mean, he knew Baby It's Cold Outside and he's from North Pole, so, like, <laughs> surely. Surely, you know. Um, also, can I say, Walter's wife was um, very understanding. She was way too... Like... <laughs> She's way too lax. I don't know. Not lax, but like she was way too positive about it. Like, to be fair, okay, like he obviously went, look, I have like this 30 year old son. They're obviously together, not together like 30 years. Yeah. So, I mean, if that happened to me and I was like, say, what, like 40 odd and or 50 odd, and someone came up to me, my husband, and was like, oh, I have like a 30 year old son that he clearly had when he was like 20. You can't really get mad because, like, you weren't in the life. But you at would all. be. You would feel some sort you would, of madness. You would feel as uprooted as your partner feels. Mm. You wouldn't just be like, "That's fun." <laughs> she was like, "Wow, great! You have two sons now." <laughs> You'd be a bit like, "What? We have two sons?" Do you know? Yeah. You wouldn't just be like amazing. I'm so happy for you. Well, like you, we would be happy for him, I guess. But um, oh, the things that this that I didn't really like about the film. Um, and I know obviously it's fake because I know they're not gonna let Will Ferrell do this. But yeah. at the start, when when he's picking the tune bomb off the railings, oh no, it's just and like. When I was watching it, I was like, hey, it's film, it's fake. They probably sanitized the railings. It's probably not even real. It probably didn't go into his mouth. Like, don't worry, but just the thoughts. I'm like, yeah, that whole montage was real, though. They put Will Ferrell just out on the street and just got him to interact with real people. So like the guy in the red tracksuit was just a guy out for a walk that he just mistakes for Santa. (laughs) And they paid people on the spot. Like they just filmed and then they paid people after they filmed. And the thing about this movie as well is is that the producers were all like fairly new to the industry. Or unknown at least. Yeah, and then if you look at some of their work now, I mean, they've done, I mean, one of them did uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Another one did Get Out, which is one of my absolute favorites. They've done such incredible work since. Um, Um, Yeah, no, and then the other one that I don't really like is um when he's eating the spaghetti it's always oh. just kind of made me feel really sick yeah um, well have you not okay i have wanted to try that no in just to see was he onto something because sometimes weird food combinations do work oh i totally agree like i had a weird food combination tonight for my dinner and i so agree but not spaghetti with chocolate sauce and M&M's and marshmallows and maple syrup. No, no. Okay, no. I'm just saying that now. It's disgusting. Um, 
don't like it. No. I, I want to try it. I want to try it. Will someone make it for me? <laughs> make it yourself. <laughs> I need Gordon Ramsay to bring it to me. <laughs> I'll make it for you. There I'm we go. The radio poisoned me. <laughs> <laughs> no, then I wouldn't have a podcast anymore. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. um, oh yeah, John Favreau. He was um, the main producer on it because he was the only kind of name, and even at that point, he wasn't a name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he also acted in it, and he was the narwhal's voice as well. He was the doctor. Yeah, he directed. Yeah. He directed this movie. Directed Jungle Book and Lion King, the remakes, and the mm-hmm. first two Iron Man movies. Yeah, no, he's he's done a lot, which is gas. Because when someone said for him to be the producer, everyone was like, "What? He's an actor!" And now look at him, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know the manager of Gimbals, mm. the guy. What's his name? I'm gonna get the cast up here. He he was on TMZ this week, and it, he's a bit. I did a bit of googling. He's a bit of a bad man, like, but yeah, no. But he was on this week. He was like, "We can do Elf two without Will Ferrell. Like, it's time we get a black elf." And I'm like, "Oh, not that I disagree." Okay, no. Yeah, go on. Not that I disagree. I don't think we need an Elf two. It's been too long, first of all. Yeah. And yeah, we just don't need an Elf two. We don't need an elf too. Um, and if they were to make a sequel to the elf or to elf, it has to be Will Ferrell because he is literally this film. Like yeah. this film wouldn't be what it is without his performance. If he didn't play elf Woody, it wouldn't be what it is today. Like it just would have been like, I don't think it would have sold as well. Like he just has like amazing comedic genius. Like he's just so on point. His personality, like even his like vocal tones, the way it's, like and and you know, um, and I just don't think it's matched. So if you were to make a sequel and not have it be, or like an elf two and not have it be him, I think it'd be wasting your time and. He's too old now. Yeah, he's too old. He's too old to do it now. Like, he's aged out, and not in a bad way. Like, absolutely, that's perfectly fine. But if they wanted to do that, they should have done it, like, even 10 years later. Would have even been a stretch, you know? Um, But who's to say they shouldn't make a remake? You know? Yeah, I feel like... If they do want the more diverse cast, like... No, they could. Yeah. So the my point was about diversity. So this guy, Faison Love, played the Gimbal's manager. Now there's the he has a name tag on that says Wanda, but that's because Wanda Sykes, who is a very famous comedian, was meant to play that part, um, but had to pull out just before filming. Right. So the there's a bit of a debate as to whether that's his actual character name. And but if you look on Google, so on Wikipedia it says Phase on Love as Wanda, the manager of Gimbal, the manager manager of Gimbal and Joby's boss. Who added that in there? Um, and then if you look on Google, it says Phase on Love, Gimbal's manager. So the one person of color doesn't really have a character name. Yeah, he's the one main character. We do see another character of color, but they don't have a line. 
Yeah, um, the the in store elf, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And actually, I noticed something that was kind of like a little bit racist in the movie. Oh, what was that? When they were in the North Pole at start, and they were like learning in the classes, the children elves were in classes, and they were talking about like processors, and one of the elves had like an Asian look to him. But he wasn't Asian. He was Asian, like he was. He had like an Asian look, like he was from one of the Asian countries, Has or at least half but... from the Asian countries. Because people are always like, like saying like Asian people are like super smart and like, oh you know, yes, 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 and yes. Everyone else in the room was white presenting. Yeah, and then or, the person at the thing was just, you know what I mean. Whereas yeah, if no, everybody, if the whole room had been diverse, it wouldn't look have looked as bad. And like, I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was just kind of meant. And as well, this was also two thousand and three, so you know. But I didn't notice that. I was like, oh, that's a bit dodge. Like that, that is quite dodge. I didn't even pick up yeah. on that. You're picking up on things that I'm not. Um, yeah. I don't know what else I could say about this. Um. I mean, they had to film all the New York stuff in 13 days. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was very, that's a very short time. And then they filmed a lot of the interiors of, like, the North Pole and, like, yeah. in sound stages. And, like, they a lot of the sets were based in an asylum. And no, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. This is really interesting. So, in preparation for this, me and Evan watched um, the movies that made us. They had an episode on Elf. And we were watching that. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, the orphanage scene and, like, I think a lot of the North Pole and stuff were filmed. And, um, no, it wasn't North Pole. It was the office the building. And the apartment yeah. as well. And the apartment, yeah. Um, were all filmed in an old asylum, um, a mental asylum from back in the day and it was mad people were saying it was like the creepiest place they've ever been in their lives and it was like mad and it's gas because like when I was watching it I couldn't like get it out of my head and also they um they like ruined the Christmas magic for me when they explained um like Papa Elf and Buddy the dynamic how they done that of like Buddy sitting on his lap and stuff oh yeah so they basically had two chairs and they had, what's the actor's name? I forgot his name. Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. They had Bob Newhart sitting on the back seat and then they had a kid in the middle um, with his legs poking out and then there was a seat on top of that and that's where Will Farrell was sitting so it looked like he was on um, Bob Newhart's lap but he wasn't. And then when they, when they were on the bikes, it was the same kind of scenario. Um, but he was at the front. There was a kid sitting on a seat in the middle of them with his hands on um, Will Ferrell's shoulders and then Bob Newhart was at the back like doing all the movements of like whoa and like turning and stuff being like you're going too fast and I just thought it was brilliant and then when I was watching it I was like oh I know how they did that. (laughs) (laughs) No it's incredible how they used the forest perspective to actually do that. And I never would have thought of like oh how did they do that you know like because obviously when you're watching a film unless you're like analyzing it for something like this or your film student, you're not really analyzing it really. Like um you're just like, oh that's cool, that's funny. But yeah, it's mad. 
Yeah. I mean, what else could we say about Elf? I don't know what else to say. I feel like, yeah, like it's been overused and it's overwatched. And I used to think it was overhyped, but after watching like all of this stuff on like and the movies that made us that episode i'd really highly recommend it um it's kind of given me a new perspective on it and i've seen like all the hard work that went into it and like how new everyone on the set was like everyone and like the little nice peppered in details of like john favreau's son was baby buddy and stuff like that um because like the writer made it because he lost his dad at a young age so he wanted to make it like a father-son tale and then John Favreau took it on board and he was just newly a father so he wanted like he was really invested in the father-son thing as well and then he put his son in it so there's an even deeper connection of a father-son thing in it and I just thought it was lovely yeah that is absolutely yeah no that's that was amazing um yeah just watching uh it's like you said after watching that movie that made us think it just really puts it in a a whole new light. And... Yeah, because before that, I would be like, oh, it's overrated, it's overwatched. I've watched it so many times. Like, I know what happens, blah, blah, like, whatever. It's funny. Actually, will we do some honorable mention quotes here while we're here? Oh, sure. Um, the quotes are great. I have some of them written down here. Um, of course, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud yeah, for, for all, all to hear. hear. I will. I knew I had something else to say. <laughs> so I watched it, I watched the film today in preparation. Um do you know where Jovi gets up to sing? Um what what's I'm just singing again? I can't in the wait in the in the street. You be- yeah, you better watch out. Uh, yeah. When she sings that I cried. That made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, like I'm too emotional. Like just them singing made me cry. Not everything else that was going on. Oh my god! Okay, I'm not just going to interrupt you for a second. I discovered recently yeah. that there is a version of "Baby It's Called Outside" from the Elf soundtrack with Zoe Deschanel, and someone knew someone, and it is atrocious. And oh, she, uh, she's fine on it. It's your man <laughs> who's singing it with her. He's like talking. And I think it's the guy who does the voice of the snowman. Oh. Yeah. So it's Zoe Deschanel and Leon Redbone. I think he is the voice of Leon the snowman. Oh, um, okay. So, and he like, is like talking to her. He's not even really singing. It's bad. Please listen. <laughs> um, another thing is, anyway. I love <laughs> another quote that I love. <laughs> because it relates to me um so good news i saw a dog today <laughs> me too i'll, I'll take yeah. that yeah i think a lot of us can relate to that like so good news i saw a dog, a dog today. today um or when he puts on the etch-a-sketch um i'm sorry i ruined your lives and crammed 11 cookies into the vcr <laughs> <laughs> um or it's just nice to meet another human who shares my affinity for elf culture <laughs> <laughs> I knocked my microphone over there laughing. Um or the one of the most famous lines. Buddy the elf, what's your favorite colour? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, there's just so many. They I have to say the one liners in it are amazing. Um I think some of it are 
I don't know if it was a lot, but some of it was it like off the cuff from Will as well. Mm. Um, which I mean happens a lot, but also there was a few scenes where um I can't remember any actors' names. The actor that played uh, Walter was there was a few scenarios where he was really, really mad at Buddy, and it's because uh, Will Ferrell was pushing his button so hard. <laughs> yeah, James, yeah, so James Khan is the actor's name, yeah. Yeah, James Lamb. And um like when they're on the stairwell and he like pushes him against the glass and um when Buddy is like calling him in and like does the tickle fight and all, he's just pushing his buttons, he's just being a little messer and I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do also think that what helped this film immensely was the fact that Will had been in had starred in a film like the same year a different one and that got really popular so that also everyone was like oh my god he was great in this film let's see him in Elf and then obviously he was amazing in this film so like I feel like that did help um the success which I know we're not on yet but like I do think it helped it mm-hmm. um right I'll find one more quote that I love because I love a lot of them I do I have to yeah. say the quote, yeah. the, it's a very 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 quotable movie it really is like there's so many. Um, where's my other one? I love when he's singing. What? What, what does he say? In the uh, in dad's office. I'm in, I'm in dad's office and I'm singing and he, <laughs> and I, oh, he wants me to sing singing and all. So. Yeah. Oh God, so funny. Um, I love you. Right I love you. I, love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to know that completely off by heart. Um, do you know what else you used to know off my head? What? Kevin G's rap from Mean Girls. I did, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I think I might actually still, I could still pull that out of the bag. Uh, okay, not right now. <laughs> no, not right now. That's for the Mean Girls episode. <laughs> there's a lot of weird things. Like, I don't know if there's actually something like mentally wrong with me. There's just some things that are like in films, and I'm not saying in a bad way, but like I genuinely think it's like not all right. Like there's these little things, and I will focus on them. I'm like, I have to learn that. Like I have to <laughs> learn it. Like I will sit up all night. I'm like, I need to know this. Like you know, um, song "Kiss Me Through the Phone." Like I, I learned that like number and everything. I was like ringtone. <laughs> yeah, eleven. Um, and there's so many are in very delicious. Do you know that bit? And it's like really fast. I was like, I, I need, I need to know. This. I, so I actually, I think it's some weird, little weird part of my brain is like, you need, you need to do this. I think it's like a, a compulsive thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's, that's, that's right, Okay, can I, we move on, please? Uh, no, I'm having so much fun. Stop ruining my fun. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I can't see any like other like really funny ones so that's fine okay um so uh so it's time to so to talk about the success of the movie elf it was very successful it has 85 percent on rotten tomatoes which katie what does that mean higher than rent uh in all sense of the word so Mm -hmm. this movie made 20 why, why can't i read numbers $223.3 $223.3 million against a budget of $33 million. Um, 
The film inspired a 2010 Broadway musical, Elf the Musical, and NBC's 24 stop-motion animated television special, Elf, Buddy's musical Christmas, uh, that and Jim Parsons played the role of Buddy, who you might know from The Big Bang Theory. So um, there's also, uh, with uh, every successful movie comes a sequel buzz. Uh, we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but on September 18, 2013, Mental Floss reported that Favreau was interested in making a sequel to the film entitled Elf 2, Buddy Saves Christmas. Later in December 2013, Farrell stated that he does not want to make a sequel. In January 2016, Favreau stated that a sequel could still happen. The next one, uh, Farrell reiterated that a sequel was unlikely and stated that he was generally reluctant to do sequels unless it was a story that justifies it. On September 18, 2020, James Cowan reaffirmed that a sequel was unlikely, stating that Farrell and Favreau did not get along. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. That's weird. You would have yeah. thought they did. And then there's the most recent talk of the sequel from Phase on Love. But... Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was the success of the movie Elf. It was very successful. So, yeah. uh, before we get on to the pop quiz, we're just going to have a little discussion about some of our other favourite Christmas movies, which I thought could be fun. So... Oh, I should have prepared a list. Um, I will say I'm a sucker for a Christmas movie. I am. Yeah. Like I could. Yeah. I I think I could. I could watch them all year round, but I don't because I don't want to ruin them for myself. Yeah. That's so true. this was actually. I know it wasn't technically because I watched a holiday like two weeks ago. Like Kevin, he was like, "Is it not too early for a Christmas movie?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> it's, like, it's the okay. middle of November. We're Same. fine. Um, so but this is like the second Christmas movie I've watched and now I kind of like have the bug again I'm like oh, I want to watch it's more yeah it's here like and I've been like mad into Brussels sprouts the past two days and I'm just like getting really excited for my Christmas dinner which is mad for me because I don't usually like oh, that wouldn't really hit me until like Christmas week but I'm getting really into the spirit this year Um oh I'm like so excited. Evan, do you want to start me off with some of your favourite Christmas Ooh, movies? Well, my ultimate favourite of all time has mm-hmm. got to be Home Alone. You just can't yeah. beat it. I think it's just so funny. You've got Macaulay Culkin in there, Catherine O'Hara, who you'll, I mean, obviously you know from Home Alone, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, as well as Schitt's Creek, Joe yeah. Pesci, and then the other guy who raised the burger. The two burgers are very funny. It's just a really cute story. It's so funny. It's Chris yeah. Columbus who also did the first few Harry Potter movies as well, like who directed it, and oh, it's just really funny and great. And remember that I love, I always love my favorite part in Home Alone is you know the neighbor, the creepy neighbor, yeah. And then he turns out to be the sweetest man. I just love I that know. bit. That is actually <laughs> bit of the movie. Or when his the mom realizes that she left Kevin home, and she she sits back in the seat, and then she she sits up, but it's like that iconic scene. And she sits yeah. up and she just screams, Kevin! <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, that is great. And I love the, the sequel as well. Um, yeah, I mean, though, actually, I watched quite recently Problematic Faves, I mentioned before. Yeah, it is. It's good. Like, I mean, you have to remember when you're watching <laughs> problematic films, they were like made at a different time. Yeah. You know, they weren't, well, they probably were problematic back in the day. Um, it's real, but. 
yeah, and usually I tweet this yearly, but now I'm going to say it on here, okay? That necklace is hella ugly, okay? Yeah. Why, why did we all think that was the best necklace in the world? It's actually it's a piece of shit. Like, well, I don't think we did. I think it was just the whole, like, sentiment of the whole situation. It was like, ugh. Mm, oh, God, I'd rather get the Johnny Mitchell CD, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, then whatever. Um, <laughs> um, any more honorable mentions from you? Um, I don't know. I could talk about Love Actually forever. Martin McCutcheon's Pride and Joy. <laughs> Do you know what film I actually really like? Um, Scrooge. Scrooge? Yeah. I haven't um, seen that in a, a while. Is it called Scrooge? Or am I just absolutely... Are you thinking of Christmas Carol? Yeah. Which one? Uh, the original and and the animation that came out. Oh, I love Remember the animated that? one. I don't think I've seen the yeah. original one. Yeah, the original one's like... I mean, this is me saying that. Kind of scary. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, but no, A Christmas Carol, sorry. Yeah, A Christmas Carol. Um, the animated one is very, very good. I think I've seen that in the cinema like twice. Ebenezer Scrooge is what it's called. There we go. That's where I was getting that from. Is it? No. The character is called Scrooge. Sorry. The character is called Ebenezer Scrooge. The film, A Christmas Carol, and specifically, in my opinion, the um, animated version is like one of my favourites as well as Polar Express. I'm up with Christmas Um, Carol. That's also was. Yeah. A Christmas Carol and Polar Express are like two of my favourites. I think it's more like I've, I've seen them both in the cinema. Um, so you know, I kind of have like, I feel like when when you see a film, especially when you're a kid, like you you tend to connect with it more. Yeah, definitely. Um, or I don't know if you could kind of call this a Christmas film, but I do personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Blind Witch in the Wardrobe. Is that a Christmas film? Well, it's like it's like Christmassy, and it was it came out at Christmas. Is that because it's there's snow? No, like, well, possibly. But it came out at Christmas time. I remember I, seeing it for my mum's birthday. Or it was like Christmas Eve or something. We've we seen it at Christmas. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, God, so, what was... It yeah, there's me. lots of films that people think are Christmas films but aren't. Like Frozen. Well, no. Well, obviously, not... I, I'm not saying it is. But like, I know. I, people think it because it's a snowy movie. As well as Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, I know. Anyone that says, like, I mean, they're suitable to watch at Christmas, I will agree. Yeah. Because I've said that. But they're not in the category Christmas film. Unless there's a Christmas tree and, like, a Santa Claus and a plot line about something to do with Santa Claus, it's not a Christmas film. That's that's true. (laughs) You know? The Santa Claus. Talk about that franchise. (laughs) Great franchise, brilliant franchise. Like they're not like my favorite, but they're definitely something you have to watch around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, there's so many. Oh my god, I should have been more prepared for this. No, no, uh, no. It's an open discussion. No, I know, but personally, because I feel like I'm gonna miss so many when I listen back to this and go, like, you didn't say this, 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 and this. Yeah, um. <laughs> um. Right. What else? Oh my Do god, I... okay. The Santa Claus. What else is there? Ooh. I'm trying to think. 
What's that one? Do you know what was great for Christmas movies back in the day? Um, the big, big movie around this time of year was brilliant. It just used to show Christmas films all the time. And that's where I've seen a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's true, actually. Um, the bit of an underrated Christmas movie that I feel like I'm the only person who's seen it. Uh, the Disney Channel original movie, Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas. One of the funniest movies I, will, I have ever seen in my life, and I will take that to my grave. <laughs> Guys, get on Disney Plus right now, right now as we speak, right now. <laughs> get out of Disney I Plus. Even, I didn't even know Good Luck Charlie did it. A Christmas movie. Oh, okay. It is one of the funniest films I've ever seen in my life. It is actually hilarious. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's a recent um, Christmas movie. Um, Holiday. I'm not saying I oh, like it. Oh, yeah. I'm just mentioning it. <laughs> I did. I did. I saw that and I thought it was okay. Yeah, like it was fine, but it, like it's not amazing. But I, I will mention it here because, you know, the Christmas Chronicles... Oh, Do you remember that one? Yeah, I have seen that actually. I can't really yeah. remember what happens in it though. And it's quite recent. Mm-hmm. No, they're um it's the siblings trying to capture Santa Claus on camera. Oh yes, yes. Is that the one with Goldie Hawn? Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw one yeah. last year called Happiest Season, um, and it was fine, I guess. With Kristen Stewart. Yeah, see, I feel a lot of Christmas movies are fine. But yeah. because yeah. they're Christmassy and they're like getting you into like the mood of Christmas and all, um, they're just, they can get away with being fine. Mm-hmm. Here, once it gives you a good kind of like Christmassy buzz, people don't care. Four Christmases, um, hilarious movie. I haven't, don't think I've seen that. It's Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, is that his name? Been spawn, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen that. Um, trying to like it's actually, yes. Now, this like isn't a kid's Christmas film or anything, but and, and I haven't seen it, but Bad Santa. Oh, yeah, I saw that when I was a kid and it scared me for life. That's why I'm oh, so fucked up. Amazing, amazing Christmas film here, Nativity. I've never seen that. Evan, it's such a good Christmas film. It's so good. It's so good. It's really good. Oh my god, what else is there? Um, Deck the Halls, I did see that one. That was funny. I feel like I've seen that as well. It's Danny DeVito um, and Matthew Broderick. And Christmas of the Cranks as well. I love that one. Um, and Jingle All the Way. That's another one. We hmm. have mentioned that but Who is your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> <laughs> um, as you mentioned, obviously again, The Grinch, all those brilliant, really good films. Um, oh, Santa Paws! <laughs> I've never heard of that. What? It's like um, Santa Paws. Seasonal, yeah. Oh, the air, but what a franchise! Yeah, but it's called Santa Paws. It's very fun. <laughs> I, I would watch it. It has dogs in it. And there's so. a Santa Paws 2. <laughs> of course. As well. <laughs> got fucking five Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies. Oh, God, you remember that? I mean, that's not It's a wonderful movie. life. Uh, absolute gem. It's good. It's good, but it's very sad. Um, mm. Also, I was 
gonna say one there. I'm after forgetting again. Oh, it's gone. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's really funny. I haven't seen that. <laughs> um. Oh, there was one. What was I going to say? Anyway. Wait, when you um, said Scrooge earlier, were you thinking of the movie Scrooged? No, no, Murray? I. No, I actually wasn't. I, I was just being silly. It was a Christmas Carol, the, t- the two thousand and nine version. Yeah, that is a, that is a good one. I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen. I haven't seen the Princess Switch. Is that any good? But it's probably shy. I love how you ask me. I don't know. Well, I, do ask, I thought you'd seen it because Netflix is doing this thing now where they bring out all the crappy Christmas movies. They're kind of ripping the piss out of Hallmark a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the new Doctors, uh, the new Grinch? Uh, 2018. Uh, not good. Yeah, I didn't really like it myself. But I don't know if that's because I we like watched it as children so we're like that was shy yeah I, like, I think we i think we're just too close to the jim carrey one and we just have such an affiliation with it yeah i think so too because like little kids loved it loved it yeah i mean but, yeah um they're like they're kind of bringing early 2000s movies in making it for kids now like they did it with freaky friday yeah this is what i was gonna ask you do you consider the Nightmare Before Christmas to be a Christmas movie. Hot debate. Hot debate. I'm so on the fence about it. I really am on the fence about it. I don't know. I, I, I'm I, on the fence too. I'm kind of like, it's both. I agree. I think you can watch it either at Halloween or either at Christmas. It doesn't really matter. Ooh, one for my horror fans, Black Christmas. Okay, 2006 yeah, one's a better version, sorry. Unpopular opinion. The 2019 one, watch it recently. Shite, but so funny. <laughs> Sisters oh my God. are doing it for themselves. The snowman. Oh, no, I have to be honest. That song rocks, rocks my brain. Oh, no, love it. Love it. Love it so much. Sing it all day long. I don't care. Love it. Brilliant. Great book. Oh, I used to have like a colouring set that had like the snowman scenery on, on the front of it and all. It's great. Um... It's a very sad movie, like film, like when he melts and all. Be oh. <laughs> hard. Um, do you have any more movies? Oh, I'm gone. I'm running on a blank here now. I really am. I'm just like I'm scrolling here through an article of just different Christmas. So Arthur, Arthur Christmas <laughs> from 2011. I didn't see that one. Oh, have I seen? I feel like I have seen that, but I cannot remember. Um. Office Christmas party, dog shit, don't. Oh, um, what's that? Oh, what's that movie? Is it this Gremlins? Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Yeah, yeah. It's at Christmas. He buys the, he buys Gizmo as a Christmas present for his son. Oh, yeah. Um, Miracle on 34th Street. I forgot about that one. I was, I I was going to say that. Um, but which version? Because there's two versions. Um, which was there's, the one I have here? I've done from 1994. Yeah, I was going to say the Matilda version. Um, oh, because yeah. it was actually released in 1947, the original. But I would have said the 1994 one. And I was actually looking it up as you said that. Um, 
That's a great one. That's a really good one. I don't know if I have any more to say. Um, no, we've said the Santa Claus guys haven't yet. <laughs> I found an article from the Guardian posted three hours ago. Lost actually, okay. Christmas movies are everywhere, and this year they're horny. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? I think it means what what it says. <laughs> oh, there's an upcoming Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie technically? That book to be remained. This comes out Friday when this comes out, Boxing Day, and stars uh, Leanne Pinnock from Little Mix. Oh. It's giving me Love Actually vibes, so I'll definitely see that. Very good. There's lots that like follow the same um, narrative of like dad for the holidays, divorced parents, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if we had done the Santa Claus, there's a whole thing about the divorced parents thing that just is a bit, <laughs> a bit much. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of them that are like like that. Like it's just a very like parents are split up like Christmas miracle, they get back together, blah blah blah. blah but that's blah. not how that works, guys. No, it's not. As a child yeah. of divorce. Do you know what film was <laughs> I just heard what you said. <laughs> um, um it this is a recent enough one and I thought it was very good. Last Christmas. Oh, I haven't seen that, but I've heard it's good and I'm going to watch it at some point. Over... You should give it a watch. Me and the girl seen it in the cinema. It's very, very good. Just Friends, we mentioned it earlier, but it is underrated and it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I haven't seen that, but I will watch that as well. Right. Yeah, Amelia Clark is in, in Last Christmas. It's very good. Oh, Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, I mean, what else can we say about Christmas movies? We could sit here just naming Christmas movies that we like and all day long. But well, I don't think we will. I don't think so. I mean, the Thanksgiving one was two hours. I feel like we gave you enough there. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great two hours. Though, not to say very. It quick. was. It was fun. So it's time for a little elf-sized pop quiz. It's just the same leg, like, the questions as you could do every week. Ten questions as normal. Yeah. 30 elf-sized. What did he elf-sized? Because he was bigger than all the other elves. Yes, this is true. So, ten questions about elf for Miss Katie. It is her pop quiz. School is in session. Katie, are you ready? Yeah. Question one, and it's multiple choice. Okay. What flavour of Pop-Tart does Buddy put in his spaghetti? <laughs> Birthday cake? Chocolate? Strawberry? vanilla chocolate that's correct yeah uh question two what toy draws buddy into santa's bag um a little brown teddy bear yep you forget detail there as well i just had a teddy bear oh yeah i know brown teddy bear (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) question three what word did Buddy use to describe the toilets in New York City? And it's multiple choice. Okay. L- large, round, ginormous, or huge? Ginormous. That's also correct. Yeah. Uh, question four. What drink does Buddy down a whole bottle of at dinner? Coca-Cola. That is correct. 
Question five, another multiple choice one. Uh, what toy was Buddy making in order to meet his daily elf quota? Was it a Barbie, a G.I. Joe, a Mr. Potato Head, or an Etch-a-Sketch? It was an Etch-a-Sketch. Yes. Don't gender Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> the, only non, the only non-gendered toy. Oh, there. I was like, I didn't gender anything. <laughs> I just said the name. Hashtag don't gender etch a sketch. I'm putting that in socials. <laughs> Question six. Uh, what does Buddy say fake Santa smells like? This I just have to off the cuff say this. I, I um, yeah. It's too funny. Something, something like cheese and bologna sandwich or something. Yeah, cheese is there. There's something else, though. Oh, I don't know. I just know cheese. It's beef and cheese. So I'll give you half a point for that one. Beef and cheese. I was kind of right. I was said a meat. But only some beef. <laughs> yeah, I know. But whatever. Okay. True or false? Buddy built the mini New York City in gimbals out of Lego. True. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, fill in the blank. Don't eat the... Blank. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What famous painting did Buddy make on the Etch a Sketch? The Mona Lisa. Yep. Yeah. And question 10, final one. What does Buddy make from the wood from the Hobbs cabinet? A rocking horse. Yep. Yeah. So nine and a half. <laughs> very yeah. impressive. Thanks. I know. It was. I'm very impressed with myself, but I did watch it like normally I'd watch the films like a few days in advance or mm-hmm. like the night before, but I literally watched it at like half three till five. So yeah, it yeah. was fairly fresh. Good time. So now we're going to put Elf on our pop scale. I rank it out of five based on its place in pop culture and how much we like it. Katie, out of five, what do you give Elf? Oh, I'm just going to give it a five. <laughs> After being so hard on my score in last week, I'm going to give it a five because I wasn't too excited when we decided on Elf. But I was like, okay, we'll go with it. Like, it's fine. It's what listeners chose. Perfect. And I was like, oh. But then I really enjoyed research and I enjoyed watching like the documentary about it. And when I watched it again, I was like, this is a great piece of cinema. It just is. Whether you like it, whether you don't, doesn't matter you have to admit the film is good the writing's great the comedy is impeccable the casting is brilliant in my opinion the costumes are fabulous the animation is great i just loved it yeah five how about you i'm gonna give it a four um like i think it is a great movie i think it's a an amazing christmas movie um yeah, the reason I'm not giving it a five is just because, like you mentioned, it's a bit overwatched and kind of was thrown yeah. on all the time, I think. But yeah, it is a really fun movie. And if I'm watching that and the movies that made us special, uh, it was a lot of fun. So I'll give it a four. Sorry, she's all heard that there. I've been a fidgety little ship. I was fucking always. I know, I'm so fidgety. If only you could see me when we're recording this. <laughs> Okay, so next up, where it's what's pop, and we talk about what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture, and yeah, Katie, what's popping with you? Um, 
Selling Sunset on Netflix. It's like it's fourth or fifth, fourth season now, I think. Um, it's just reality TV. Like I watched the first few of... episodes. I haven't seen oh, the whole thing though. Season one or season four? Season one. Oh, it's very. It would give you like Real Housewives vibes. It does, yeah. Yeah, so I think you would enjoy it if you keep watching it. It gets more interesting. It is very like just shut off your brain kind of TV. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Um, I don't think there's really anything else other than that. Oh, excuse me, I um hiccuped. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's it. What about you, Em? Something I really enjoyed this week um, was uh, the roast of the Jonas Brothers on Netflix. That was really funny. It's really, really funny. They have some Keenan Thompson hosts it. You've got like Pete Davidson roasting them, Lily Singh, as well as their wives, Sophie, Daniela, Priyanka. Priyanka is very funny now, in fairness. She's never, (laughs) she's not a really funny person, but she's very funny on this. Yeah, it was just mm. really funny and it was uh, a lot of the jokes just kind of stuck in my head, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I would say um, Adele's new album is very good. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah, it's popping. It's popping. I forgot. I forgot. It is. Did you listen to Alan Carr's podcast? No, not yet. It's still popping with me as well. I was only listening to it today on the bus to college. I really Ooh, like it. I have another podcast that I love, actually. I want to throw in there. Table Manners. I don't know if you've okay. heard of this, Katie. Uh, no. It's Jessie Ware, who's a very famous singer, and her mom, uh, Lenny Ware. And they have some mm. very famous people on. There's, like, a lot of episodes, and you can kind of pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. Yeah. So most recently, they've had on uh, Emily Ratajkowski, Jade Thurwall, Tom Daly, Stanley Tucci. Mm. They had Elizabeth yeah. Olsen on last year. They had Dead. Dolly Parton on at one point. They've had a lot of famous people. They just invite them over for dinner in their random house in mm. London. That's cool. Yeah, that's kind of like the Alan Carr one. Like he invites just like random celebrities over and they just talk. So you can kind of pick and choose as well. Like I haven't been listening to it chronologically. I'm just like, who would I like to listen to today? Um, Like I listened to Robbie Williams this morning. Um, But yeah, no, that sounds deadly. I'll definitely give that a listen. What's it called again? Table Manners. Table Manners, yeah. Perfect. Can't wait. I'll listen to that next week on my commute. Oh, I'm looking at Alan Carr's one here. It's actually very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a, a Table Manners episode with Jesse and anywhere. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and okay. also, Tom Jones. Unreal. Great guest. Like. Oh, he was on Table Manners as well. He was actually very good on that too. Really? <laughs> well, I cross over here between these two podcasts. That's funny. Yeah, that's cool though. I like that. I like when podcasts do a crossover. I think it's nice. Yeah. So that is the end of this week's episode on Elf. We are heading into the Christmas season. More Christmas content to come your way. So yep. keep, keep your ears peeled for that. And may the Christmas spirit make Santa's sleigh fly. Yeah, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It a Podcast. And you can listen anywhere you find your podcasts. Um, and you can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts if you want, because we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye.